Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Time on with Sam Edmund. Yes, good evening, everyone. We're now into time on on Monday, May 10. And what a hectic time on it's going to be. I'm Sam Edmund. I hope you had a great day. If it's been a hectic one for you too, you're just getting in the car, the train, the bus, or you just got home from work, we're about to bring you up to speed On the latest developments in the AFL, some significant ones at that and the wider world of sport. This is your one-stop shop for the next hour. And if you haven't had the chance to have your say today about something from the weekend that has stayed with you or left an impression on you, the lines are open all show as is custom. 1-300-736-736-0433-98-1116. And on Twitter, we can be found at TimeOnSEN. But let's start here where we do each and every week with the bulletin board. Let's open up with a match review panel. Took Miller will miss the Q clash. The midfielder and the Suns chose to accept his one-match ban for rough conduct. That was against St Kilda's Nick Coffield and GWS forward Jeremy Finlayson has accepted his one-week ban for a hit on Essendon's Zach Merritt and the Giants playing Richmond this weekend. Matilda's superstar Sam Kerr, she's won the Golden Boot and at Chelsea have again claimed the Women's Super League in style a 5-0 hammering of Reading. Yeah, I mean, the most important thing is that we won the title, but, um, yeah, coming over from America, not going to lie, this feels pretty good. Yeah, it is special. I think it was always a dream of mine to come play in Europe and to continue to score and be a part of this amazing team. It's, yeah, I mean, this is my job to help us win titles, so I'm pumped. Hawthorne legend Shane Crawford has coached Victorian Country Footy Club Ardmona to its first win in nearly six years. They did it handsomely too, a 127-point romp over the Longwood Redlegs. And Shane Crawford spoke on RSN this morning. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great day. It all worked out really well. And, um, yeah, thankfully we had a win, finally. Mercedes superstar Lewis Hamilton has won his sixth Spanish Grand Prix, beating home Red Bull's Max Verstappen in Barcelona. And let's have a listen to how it finished up. And it's the chequered flag as the winner of the Spanish Grand Prix for Lewis Hamilton, who strengthens his grip then at the top of the table. Behind Lewis, Dan Ricciardo was better. He finished sixth that he outperformed his McLaren teammate Lando Norris for the first time this season. And in the US, Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit faces being stripped of the race after failing a post-race drug test with Hall of Fame trainer Bob Baffert sensationally suspended from Churchill Downs after the horse was found to have an anti-inflammatory steroid in its system. If Medina Spirit fails a second straight test, his Kentucky Derby win will be disqualified and Mandaloon will be declared the winner. A drug disqualification would be the second in history of the Kentucky Derby and the first since 1968. 
All right, let's grab a jumper, shall we? We're in this together for the next hour. one 736 On the show this evening, we'll have the Coach's Corner, the best of the post-match press conferences from across the weekend. We'll go back to the Magoo's report as well. Injuries, as you're about to hear, are absolutely raging eight rounds in and remain a massive talking point in the competition this year. So we'll bring you up to speed with who the reinforcements might be and who's putting their hands up across the second-tier competitions in the VFL Waffle and Sandful. And not forgetting, of course, we'll also close out the show with our regular segment, What Grinds Your Gears? You know what really grinds my gears? Of course, it doesn't need any explanation. Your chance to get something off your chest that you've stewed on all Monday. Work and life have gotten the way. Well, we'll play counsellor to whatever is grinding your gears from the weekend a little later in the show. And I have one that I need, very much need to part with a bit later on. But let's start on the injury front. Some massive news today. Injury carnage on field and off. North Melbourne star recruit Jaden Stevenson. He's got a fractured wrist. He's going to miss four to six weeks. Jaden Stevenson, he has a hairline fracture of the scaphoid. He will go in for surgery tonight, I'm told. And that is a massive blow for North Melbourne, who just need absolutely everything to go right, anything to go right at the moment. Winless, they've now got 13, perhaps even 14 on the injury list. Bonner did his ankle at the weekend as well. And now Jaden Stevenson salting the wound there. He'll go under the knife. A massive injury list at North Melbourne and David Noble with it all ahead of him and his coaching staff for the remainder of the season. Now, I had this one in my hot little hands for much of the afternoon, but it has taken a twist this evening. And it concerns the emerging superstar of the competition, Shay Bolton, who, well, we knew he had a broken wrist earlier in the day and we thought that was that was it. And when I say that was it, that's bad enough. He's one of the hottest players in the competition, set for a stint on the sidelines as... Uh, the Richmond injury list itself threatens to buckle them. And Bolton did play at the game against Geelong on Friday night, of course. He gathered 21 disposals, kicked three goals and hauled in an incredible mark of the year contender. But the twist is he suffered this injury because Channel 9 is reporting he heard it in a nightclub fight. Dan Rioli was involved too, as reported by Alicia Muelling. And Richmond have just released a statement moments ago, which reads... An altercation took place after Dan Rioli's girlfriend was subjected to inappropriate behaviour. Bolton became involved in the ensuing altercation and sustained a fractured wrist that will require surgery. He will be sidelined for the next two to three weeks. So not a full-blown broken wrist. Obviously a uh, a break within the wrist, if you like, of, of, uh, of that particular joint, which means it will only be a two to three week injury. But... Geez, a fight off the field always takes on more serious tones. And that's Richmond's statement, which has just come through there. And regardless of how it happened, this Bolton setback comes at a terrible time for Richmond. Delicately placed at four and four in the pursuit of a fourth flag in five years. They now face something, I think you have to say, of a midfield crisis ahead of this game with GWS. Shane Edwards was also injured in that costly loss to the Cats. He's going to miss games with an ankle injury. We know that Kane Lambert, calf, Dion Prestia, calf, Trent Cotchen, hamstring, all remain sidelined. And Dylan Grimes needs to overcome concussion to face the Giants as well. And at 22... Shea Bolton has emerged as one of the most exciting players in the AFL after a scintillating start to this season. He's out of contract at the end of it as well. No rush to sign a new deal at Punt Road. He is, though, surrounded by some very well-paid teammates at Richmond, so he would have to sacrifice significant, significant money if he's to turn his back on the open market and re-sign with the Tigers. So watch this space. Plenty to play out with that injury concerning Shea Bolton. 
And just to complete the injury chaos today, the high-flying Collingwood defender Jeremy Howe has learnt that he now needs surgery on that hamstring injury he initially sustained against West Coast over in Perth. Now feared he could miss the entirety of the season, certainly most of the rest of the season. He did aggravate scar tissue on his hamstring in a training session on Saturday just when he was pushing for a return to the senior team this week. It was expected he was going to resume in round nine alongside Darcy Moore in defence. But he won't be. And he's going to be missing for a long time. Terrible blow for Howe and Collingwood. And the two players who had head knocks on the weekend, Jordan Ruffhead and Nathan Murphy, will both miss with concussion. Lockie Hunter, well, he's going to undergo surgery on a broken head himself. We await a timeline from the dogs on this and the anticipated return date. But Luke Beveridge revealing after that win over Carlton yesterday that Lockie Hunter had broken a bone in his hand. They were debating on whether surgery was needed. But it does need it need to be done. So Lockie Under will go under the knife and uh, he will uh, be back, hopefully, in the not-too-distant future. And I hope we got the audio of this. Zach Butters has just told SENSA that he has some nerve damage to his leg. Now, we know he had ankle surgery after the win over Richmond in round four. He had a syndesmosis injury, as a matter of fact. But as he's returned to running, he's experienced some pain. And he explained a little bit more about the setback on Kimbo and the Roach earlier this evening. Um, yeah, I started some running um, early last week. So, yeah, yeah, just as I was running, I was noticing some sort of weakness in my, my leg and um, up around sort of the same, on my same leg in the incident. And, um, yeah, got some scans and um, was seeing our doctors and physios and stuff. And, yeah, it's actually, it's pretty unfortunate. Like, it's a pretty bit of a rare thing to happen, but from the same um, incident, I've, um, yeah, got some nerve damage in, in my leg. So, Zach Butters there on Kimbo and the Roach Geelong actually in some good news on the injury front. Our welcome is this. Luke Dalhouse cleared of any injury after that knock to the back against Richmond. Asava Radagalia wasn't concussed. Rather, he got a poke in the eye and he's good to continue. And Sam Simpson's hamstring is low grade. So thankfully, he won't miss too much football before he's available for selection again. And changing tack slightly, what about the Western Bulldogs great Scott West? Of course, he has his son Riley playing at the Western Bulldogs now. Well, he's attacked Luke Beveridge on Facebook for what he says is disgraceful management of his son, Riley. West, of course, won a club record seven best and fairest. It was a 324-game career at the Witten Oval. Well, he took aim at Beveridge after Riley was dropped following a five-disposal performance in the round seven loss to Richmond. Riley was an unused medical sub for Sunday's game against Carlton. And West launched at Beveridge in a Facebook post that he did publish before the match. And he said, that's how you manage young players, Scott West said. Yes, he is my son, but seriously, you make him wait for five weeks. All of excellent form and stats in the VFL. You play him against the best team of the last five years. And yep, he didn't play well, but then you drop him. Absolutely disgraceful management. And now that post on Facebook has since been deleted. But I can confirm that was from Scott West. Not great for anyone, I wouldn't have thought. So... Whoa, what a big day it's been on the news front. Um, a lot to digest, what we brought you off the top. Glenn's in Mooney Ponds. You're welcome to open the batting with us on time on. Glenn, how you doing? Yeah, good. Good, thanks. How are you going? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, just want to have a gripe about Marvel Stadium. Went there yesterday and I hadn't... Uh, I've been there before, but um, they've got no cash. I won't take cash for anything. Um, I sent my son up. He, he's 13 years old. He wants to go up and buy a pie and... Uh, drink, but they wouldn't take his money. Uh, he'd come all the way back, and they only got cards there. And I'm being told I've since contacted someone the other day, and it's due to, due to theft from the staff. They're trying to minimise that, and we all have to pay for that. That's 
It's ridiculous. I want people to go to the footy. If I want to pay cash, I should be allowed to pay cash. It's legal tender. Yep. Uh, what, no card you can use there, Glenn? I've got cards, but I should have the choice. Yep. No, fair enough. Okay. Well, cashless is something we've uh, obviously had to deal with in some sectors um, post-COVID. I didn't know that was in place at Marvel Stadium, though, Glenn. Um, but uh, I can't provide any clarity on that. But appreciate uh, your call this evening. The full statement from Richmond has come through regarding Daniel Rioli and Shay Bolton, who were involved in an incident at a nightclub over the weekend that has left Shay Bolton with a uh, fractured wrist or a broken wrist. And Richmond saying the altercation again took place after Rioli's girlfriend was subjected to inappropriate behaviour. The Tigers go on to say that Rioli was punched after confronting the patron and suffered a cut under his eye that required two stitches. And then, as we said earlier, Bolton became involved in the altercation after that and sustained a fractured wrist that will require surgery. So Richmond putting a timeline on that at two to three weeks. Off the text, MCG Card only two. To be honest, I've been a card operator for a long time, guys, so I'm probably the wrong person to talk about this. I don't even carry cash cash anymore, but uh, card only is what it is at our football venues, at least in Victoria, we're hearing at the moment. Uh, Paul is in East Burwood. How you doing there, Paul? G'day, Sam. Nice to talk to you. Just a quick question. I've just hopped in the car. Have you heard anything about the decision with um, the North Melbourne player that came off the side of the boot and was deemed deliberate? Yes. Has anything come from that? Uh, from the AFL, you mean, in terms of a clarification? Yeah. No, it has not, Paul. It is not somewhat curiously. This is this. We might be jumping the gun here. We have this set for a bit of uh, what grinds your gears a little bit later on. It's been talked up as the worst decision of the season, the worst decision of all time. And for those who don't know what happened here, Cam Zerha had a shot at goal from inside 50, didn't he, Paul, against Collingwood. And he did what happens from time to time. He horribly miscued it. It slewed off the side of his boot and went out of bounds. And he was pinged. Free kick against insufficient intent there, Paul. So, no. I know the AFL from time to time come out and clarify. They have not done so with this particular decision. Should they? Now, I've got another question for you. If that's the case, if if it's deliberate out of bounds if you kick the ball, what about a player who deliberately punches the ball out of bounds? Where's the difference with those ones? Yeah, no, it's a good question. Well, we should get the language right too, Paul. It's not deliberate anymore. And I know commentators are guilty uh, of using this language as well. It's another phrase. It's insufficient intent, which for me just muddies the water even more, to be honest with you. But I'm with you. The balls that are really close to the boundary line that players walk over. I mean, if you're going to ping Cam Zerha for that, then you're going to be paying a lot of free kicks. I think we all acknowledge it was a mistake. And actually, Paul, while I've still got you, did you happen to see Jason Castagna's effort at goal on Friday night against Geelong? No, no, I didn't actually. I was travel up to Mansfield trying to watch it. Um, no, was that the same, was it? Uh, very, very similar. Now, again, to set the scene for you, he had a shot at goal. He tried to check side it or banana it, depending on what language you like you like to use. He was dead in front of goal, but he was under significant pressure and he's got the wrong side of the ball and it's gone at 90 degrees to his left and straight. Um, I think it ended up going over the line. I'm sure it did. It would have been uh, insufficient intent if the same umpire had been officiating anyway, Paul. So, yeah, a curious one. We'll get to that one a little bit later on, but appreciate you bringing it to us uh, off the top. Off the temper text, is it even legal to knock back cash? It's illegal for vendors to not take cash. It's legal tender. Some of that feedback there as well. And some people saying suggest uh, suggest take the card, but of course not everyone has a card. Some kids don't have cards if they're, they're taking cash to the game. 
and uh, and all the rest of it. So anyway, it's uh, it's cashless at those particular uh, venues. Off the temper text, you can't hide from your missus how many beers you've had if it's all on the statement. Well, I might be cutting to the heart of it there off the temper text. We'll take a break here. We're off and running. Gee, what a busy afternoon it's been in the world of football. You're going to have your say on the injuries at Richmond. Shea Bolton, North can't take a trick, of course. Terrible run of injuries there. Jaden Stevenson, the last one there. And also Jeremy Howe, potentially out for the remainder of the season with surgery now required on that hamstring that he strained against West Coast several weeks ago. Haven't injuries just been a real topic of conversation this year? We'll get to uh, the Magoo's report, probably timely. Who's left? Reinforcement-wise, we'll see who's uh, making headlines in the second-tier competitions right after this. You're welcome to take part anytime. Time on. We'll be back shortly. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.